Hey, Laird, you get Laird Rungitis? Laird Rungitis. I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 208. I'm your host, Brett Bueller. This week, we got the uh, recap episode for the second annual Part-Time Rockstar Fest. Uh, We got Will and Alex from my band on, who also helped me run the show. And uh, yeah, uh, the intro you just heard was in reference to uh, a long-lost dear friend, Mr. Matt Harris was unable to make the festival in the Big Laird Band. But uh, nonetheless, the show went off with uh, without a hitch. I think all the bands had a good time. Uh, everybody seemed to have fun and get along and uh, have some beers and uh, a lot of good music and uh, good turnout. So really, really no complaints from my department. Got to thank my band uh, once again for helping me out and run the show and definitely thank uh, Will for helping me run the door. And uh, yeah, it was a good time. Hopefully we can... Uh, Make it happen again for the third annual next year in Baltimore. But uh, yeah, thanks to you for tuning into the show. If you've been listening, we definitely appreciate you supporting local music and local art and all that stuff. That's what this thing is about. Um, on this episode, I felt like debuting one of our new songs uh, by The Hollow Truce. It is called Boring Day, and uh, it comes out a week from today, but you'll hear it first here. Uh, it was kind of a fun one to record and uh, a little bit more on the darker side of depression, you could say, but it's got some riffs in there, so if you're into rock and roll, hopefully you like it. Um, usually the things that I mention on the way out the door here is that uh, Part-Time Rockstar Productions is going. If you're looking for a music video around the DMV, we can uh, certainly hook that up. And also, if you're looking for a shirt for this podcast, um, we do have those up on Shopify. I can ship them out to you. And then, uh, last but not least, uh, Truly Strings of Laurel, Maryland is the guitar shop that I take all my guitars to. Uh, Steven does a great job every time, always gets them ready. So if you got a bunch of gigs coming up for summer, for summer gigging season, then uh, definitely consider checking out Truly Strings. Uh, Steven's super responsive on his email. I can vouch for that. And you can find it on Facebook and uh, Instagram and uh, all those places. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in and thanks to everyone who made it out to the fest. We uh, definitely appreciate everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. Well, I'm living with a level of cognitive dissonance that makes my head spin. Between the work, the love, and the loss of my relationships. I guess in my mind I always thought there wasn't nothing that I couldn't fix. But after you learn to lose what you love, you start to humble yourself quick. segment then might as well crack a beer um so yeah the second annual part-time rockstar fest uh, i got my semi-annual, semi-annual 
Semi-annual, yeah. We'll see. We, there, there could be a second one this year. We'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, talking to my bandmates and business partners, uh, whatever mm-hmm. we want to call it at this point, uh, we got Will and Alex on the line. What's up? Howdy-ho. So, um, I don't know. I felt like we had a pretty successful event this year, and I figured it, it was due a little bit of a recap. I definitely been drowning in the, the video aspect of the recap, which came out great. So shout out to Connor, who I don't think ever listens to this, but maybe, you know, I'll tell him to listen to this episode because I think he did a good job. He did a great job. Yeah, he did. He did um, amazing. And I think it is, a, you know, a nice thing that we can try to do for bands, hopefully in the sense of, you know, give them content, feed the machine, because if you don't film it, didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I have this great quote I wanted to share with you guys. Is, uh, it hangs here in my little studio. It says, uh, as long as you have passion, faith, and are willing to work hard, you can do anything and have anything you want in this world. And I think that goes to show kind of what we put into this and the work we put into even our band. We work really hard and um, sometimes we get payoffs, you know. Um, we put a lot of practices in and you know, I think as a band, we really work hard, and, and um, I'm really proud of all the work we've uh, done. And this little bit of success we have is, you know, great, man. It's uh, it's nice to celebrate that with you guys. And I'd say out of those three ingredients, we we certainly have them all. I would just add that we don't have the fourth, which is talent, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> that's we're part time rock stars. Yes. <laughs> well, it's okay. We can we can still have fun anyway. But uh, Alex, yeah, you were going to say something. Oh, yeah, I was going to say it. It's got to be worth something because, you know, Wake Magnolia came all the way from Ohio to play at this. So at least yeah. get some attention. Last year we had pregame come down from uh, Boston. So trying to make this a multi-state, multi-cultural, multi-genre thing. Even if we can't draw a crowd, we can at least draw in bands. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this year I think we did all right on the crowd. Did at least better than last year. I was, I was very happy with the number of people that showed up. Yeah, it was very, very nice. Very nice. A lot of really nice folks coming in and spending their hard-earned money. Comes to see a couple little bands play. It was really nice. Good company for sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think Fishhead is certainly our speed, or at least my speed, given that I've given them thousands of dollars at the bar over the last whatever it's been decade or so um certainly a great host for us did you see when they had to climb up on that ladder to knock down the tree branch uh was the side stage yeah the outdoor stage there was a tree branch that had fallen and it was hanging rather precariously right over top of where people were standing yeah, that's bad. I pointed it out. I was like, "That's gonna hurt somebody if that falls down." Like, we need to do something about that. And they got a ladder out and were poking mm. it with a stick, trying to make it fall down. Eventually, they got it, but it was a little bit of a struggle. Yeah, we had tree branches falling. We had people falling on the drum kit. It was a whole, whole, <laughs> whole party for sure. Party a little too hard. I, I don't. I didn't think we we're gonna have to make a rule about stage diving on the drum kit, but apparently, that's now a rule that's gonna have to be sent out in the email. 
that, uh, yeah, stage dive maybe into the crowd, but not probably on all my shit would be preferred. So, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Is what it is. It's the price you got to pay to rock and roll. Mm. But, uh, your own equipment. <laughs> exactly. To make sure you unpaying the price. <laughs> yeah. But also, it comes with the territory when you put on an event. You know, you know, there's going to be some kind of crazy collateral damage. Usually, it's just somebody's feelings or, you know, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. But sometimes it's a drum kit. It just all depends. Could be somebody's ears. Could cool. be somebody's ears. <laughs> Could be somebody didn't get to play long enough or went on the wrong time or whatever. But I would say I did have a lot of people, you know, maybe they were just being nice, but they were like commenting on how efficient it was run or I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, at least timely. We I thought we did a pretty good job of keeping on schedule. Kept Absolutely. everything rolling. Well, I mean, it's because, Brett, you had the kind of the front end and had me on one stage and Alex on the other. We didn't really kind of plan it like that. It just kind of how that yeah. ended up happening. Just um, we just as a team just tackled it and it uh, turned out really well. You know, and Brett and I were bouncing back and forth between the front and uh, managing tickets and making sure everybody's kind of getting in that needed to get in and getting people their bands and all that. It, it's, it's a lot of work that people don't realize that goes into putting in a production, you know, a lot of little behind the scenes things, but it's, uh, it's a lot of work again, but it's, it is worth it in it's, the long run. It's a fun kind of it. fun kind of work. I got a diff- chaos. Yeah, for sure. I got a little different perspective this year, working the door. I don't mm-hmm. remember what I was working last year other than some natty lights. But um, <laughs> this year I was kind of more on duty, you could say. And, like, it was actually cool because I got to get a little bit better feel of who was coming in. Or, like, you know, before I had somebody else tally up, you know, who was seeing who. And if they just wandered in or if they came in on purpose or whatever, actually got to say hi and, you know, <laughs> talk to a little more people. I which didn't was get cool. That. What was the what was the ratio like for people who came just by happenstance versus people who came because they knew Car Time Rockstar Fest was there? Uh, I'd say it was like honestly it seemed like seventy five percent came for the music. That eighty, I think it's pretty close. That yeah. Um, but either way, certainly no complaints. It was just cool to kind of get that perspective on it before. I missed most of the band's sets, unfortunately. Last year, I was able to kind of see more people play. But, um, I mean, it's not like you can't hear them, you know. Yeah, we could definitely hear them. I got to give a shout out to Lured In if they listen to this. They sounded pretty good from where I was. Also brought in a bunch of people, which was cool. There was a couple bands that really uh, stood out. Um, Lured In, for one. Violent Violence sounded really good. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they they. Yeah, they, Alex was working that of, stage. Wow. Yeah, and uh, Viper Brothers at the end closed it out. Man, they just. They oh were, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They were ferocious, man. They were so good. Crowd pleaser after crowd pleaser. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, definitely got to give a big uh, big shout out to Jason and all the guys and Viper Brothers for showing up and honestly just uh, taking the reins because I didn't give them like a a clear. Uh, set time or 
anything. I just said, maybe you'll play for an hour, maybe you'll play for two. It's up to you guys, or up to the circumstance and how the night goes, and they were able to roll it. And uh, it seemed like people were digging them, so it was great. For sure. Well, it, it's, it always depends, you know, when a band plays, how quick quickly people leave. And uh, they true. started playing, and people were like, we're not leaving, I like this. Yeah, I've they were seen, keeping the bar open. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen bands play, and people were like, well, time to go home, I'm out. Mm. <laughs> and it didn't happen, so it was nice. Not with the Viper Brothers. No, absolutely not. Yeah, obviously I want to always kind of close out with a cover band, or at least a band everybody knows, kind of keep the party rocking. Um, had there been a better crowd in PA, you know, I wanted to go like a, a, a DJ at the end of the night too, has crossed my mind or technically hired somebody, but, um, kind of keep letting it evolve and, and see what happens. So I think the Viper brothers were the perfect, perfect band for their job on this one. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. What was there anything that we learned or anything that we unlearned? This year, as opposed to last year, or was it pretty much? I think preparation. I think we were a lot more prepared this year than last year. Um, we 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 uh, we learned from a few mistakes from last year, and just I think honestly better prepared this year. And and uh, what just, did we screw uh, up last year? I can't remember. Like probably the front door. I don't think we really were running the front door all that much. That's true. Yeah, yeah you and I were really on it this year, and just making sure that we covered everybody that was coming in you know yeah. so every every person we you know made contact with every person that came in and you know waved by as they left if they if they were leaving so it was kind of nice and we had about four people on the front door working that and i think that's a lot better you and i were just kind of last year running around everywhere yeah between it's the a, stages it's amazing how difficult it is to pay someone to work a door i didn't know that because i've never worked at a bar or venue or whatever but like i asked high and low it was like you know 100 bucks 200 bucks like somebody do you want to just hang out take some tickets drink some yeah. beers and listen to a rock show and it was always a resounding no and i was like i mean i i, I sort of understand it i don't necessarily want to do it either but like it's also not the worst gig in the world either it wasn't. so it wasn't I, like i i'm i don't know you just gotta sit there um, and collect money i mean geez yeah, right. and you make money, so I, well, I don't know. Or you can steal all the money, and then you really make money. <laughs> yeah, you can run away. Aches in there to run the door, huh? Yeah. So, but I think we, we uh, tag teamed it pretty well, giggity. Um, big shout out to Will Barkley for showing up, and him and uh, his friend for helping us out. That definitely right. was cool. It's the little things, man. I don't know. But really, the biggest help is probably to you, uh, Alex. I mean, running that side stage, you definitely well, were keeping people on track and, you know, getting people off stage there. Absolutely. It's always, it's not a, not always a fun job and someone's rocking out and you got to be the one to kind of cut the switch. But, I mean, uh, well, so all the bands that played out there, I, I really, yeah. I only had to say something to one band and it was, just, they were confused. They thought they were playing an hour set, and I was like, "No, no, it's a thirty-minute set." And it was, it was literally just a confusion thing. Once I told them that, yeah. they were like, oh, "Sorry, my bad." But everyone else kind of cut themselves off right on time. I didn't even have to hardly say anything. Yeah, which was cool. And I mean, I, 
it could have been a miscommunication on my part, of course, but I tried mm-hmm. to get that across to everybody that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I always tell everyone too, it's roughly so far mm-hmm. since we've done these things, only been able to do a, a roughly a 30 minute set, but sometimes it can go longer or, mm-hmm. you know, like sometimes you can get more time depending on circumstance. I know, I know Will got an extra bit in there for his set on, uh, on the inside stage. But, hmm. um, or Will Sims, I guess not. Yes. Yeah. There was a couple of Wills, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So he I don't was know. Just himself, though, right? Uh, Will Sims had a band. Oh yeah. Will, Will started everything off. What was like, oh, Will was the second band. Yeah. Rattle Root was the first. Yeah. Rattle Root was first and then they were after Rattle Root. So yeah, I don't know. I felt pretty good about the whole thing overall. A lot of good, good feedback. It seemed like no one was too uh, bent out of shape about anything that I heard of. And if you were, and you know, you're listening to this, definitely feel free to text me or email me. And let me know what we could have maybe done better. But um, I felt like it was it was pretty fun for everybody. I felt like I maintained a very low stress level throughout the whole time. So that that tells me things were going pretty well. Yeah, I don't think I had to yell at you at all. And, huh? I, and more importantly, Will didn't have to yell at you. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you don't true. like Will yelling at you. and You, you really know something's going wrong. It's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. trying to keep everything pretty low-key, man. I mean, everybody just did a really great job and was stepping it up. And we were just watching each other's backs. And it, it was it was really good. Uh, just the teamwork. Um, it's always the teamwork aspect of doing this and putting it on man it really uh shows you know the part-time rockstar podcast team you know uh putting on this festival is, is pretty nice man we've got a little whole team going and we've been building this thing up and it's great you know it's just seeing all the success that brett's having you know god over 200 mild mild well mild i'm so. just saying it's a lot of success dude think from the beginning i mean you've had over 200 of these things at this point man i mean that's oh podcast you know, props to you yeah. yeah for the podcast side of things you know, we've only had three festivals, you know, and, and each time they're learning events and uh, yeah. we just keep get a little better each time. We don't expect to have a whole lot of success right out of the gate, you know, but it's still, you know, small potatoes. So we're not expecting to be gazillionaires since this. this is a local event trying to help uh, local bands out, you know, for the most part. So it's great. Yeah, for sure. Even for people walking in the door. You know, obviously, I was kind of letting them know if if they didn't know there was a thing going on. It was like, hey, this is honestly all this is. It's just we're not we're not a charity, but we are trying to just help out the the local art scene, local music scene. That's pretty much all there is to it. So, ten bucks for all those bands. I mean, think about that. I mean, just less than a dollar a band. Absolutely, <laughs> you, you cannot beat that anywhere. You you can't go see that much talent anywhere today you think of these festivals that are out here they're 150 dollars for one day pass or whatever it's ridiculous you know well you know if you got blink way two or taylor swift headlining then you know it's the way it goes oh well, yeah I, I get it but uh we're trying to get taylor swift for this and she just seems to not answer my calls so yeah. <laughs> we gotta find the calling it's not working. 
We gotta find the the biggest part time rock star in the uh, in the pond to headline. True. I feel like at this point that would be like a retired rock star, like somebody who's like too old to even gig anymore full time, but they'd like do a, a few one offs here and there. Like freshly retired, you know. Oh, you know, I hear Bob Weir is retiring. Who's that? Grateful Dead, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, I is, just saw is, them. Is he like era. one of the last? Re- he's like one of the last remaining members, right? No, the the drummer's still in it, I believe. Okay. They're they're on their final tour right now. I just saw them like two weeks ago. Oh yeah, I think I did hear they're still playing shows, which is weird without Jerry. It'd be like yeah, Nirvana without Cobain. I don't know. Or even more aptly upsetting to me is uh, the current Pantera iteration going around. I sort yeah. of, I sort of let it slide because it's got Zach in it, and uh, you know Zach's obviously a huge, huge dime bag zealot. So if anyone can carry the torch, it'd be him. But I still think they should change the name. Like when he was playing um, as uh, Zach Sabbath, it should just be called Zach Terra or something. Phil Terra. Maybe if they listen to this, they'll. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sure they're going to change their mind. As soon as people tell them that right away, it's going to be their first thought. You know what? We were, we were wrong, and uh, we need to give up a lot of the ticket sales to uh, respect, uh, you know, the Abbott brothers' memory. I'm sure that's what they're going to think. But, per per request of Brett and the part time rock stars. Yes. But you uh, wonder though, how much of that is really about money? Though people could say what they want. I mean, those oh, dudes have a lot. It's completely about money. Yeah, but I mean they're 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 going out all over the world playing huge shows. I mean it's they got big people bills, so that's why they're doing it. You know. Well, you make more money if you keep the name, so I get it. Absolutely, but... absolutely. Anyway, I I don't think we're gonna be getting a call from uh, from them anytime nah, soon to headline I'm the next one. About that. <laughs> yeah, true. But, um, but yeah, I think our our set too went. Well, that was fun. Uh, oh yeah, we had a really good time. It was fun, guys. You guys really- crushed it. I, I, I think I sent you the video. I'm still working on um our, our montage, if you will, whatever you want to call it. But I think I sent you guys some of the stuff, and I'll you definitely... sent me the for part time rock star the song. Okay, have I sent you just the full and the montage? Yeah, yeah. You sent me the montage. Okay. My best friend, my best friend, shot a whole bunch of videos too, kind of from where they were sitting with my wife and yeah, uh, family was kind of there and um, shot a bunch and almost literally shot every song. So I have like a whole another view, and they all sound really good. It was uh, pretty awesome. And then of course, you know, Connor just killed it on his stuff, man. He he did a yeah. great job, kind of his little stuff he, he shot but well it's funny first those videos i got in there too i think i sent one or two to you brett so you can check them out they're, they're yeah the sound quality's good are you holding out on me send them all over oh i'll, I'll do it yeah i definitely will um yeah i'll keep pumping them out that's yeah. it i got like you know 14 bands worth of footage to edit i should probably edit our band as well yeah um, that'd be a good idea our band's kind of important but it probably would probably makes sense uh um, yeah but one thing is funny always seeing the footage from these shows is like since i don't really see you at least specifically will 
as much directly since I'm faced. We're, we're all facing forward. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it is funny to look on the footage and just see you smile so much. Yeah. Because I don't really see you smile a ton, which I'm not saying I'm a big smiley person either, but like, you no. know. Um, no. I'm very intense it, when I'm playing, dude. But I well, try to smile. You are and you aren't. I would say yeah. you don't look intense. I mean, maybe it depends on the frame. I'm sure I can yeah. find a frame where you got your like stank face on. Oh yeah, a lot. It looks like you're gonna like kill somebody, but true. <laughs> but you seem to smile more than I thought. Yeah, I, guess I was just I would. really really happy, so, man. I, mean, I was yeah. just a really good mood at the show, and like I smile a lot because I was happy, man. I was in a really really good space, man. Um, yeah, I think we were playing really well too, which always helps. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When you're missing stuff, it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're we've really tightened our setup a lot and we know our songs really well and at this point it's just like riding a bike which is really nice you yeah know. shout out to christian one um yeah christian by, one <laughs> by the way <laughs> and christian two he played a good set um, yeah he did but multiple multiple names going around multiple christians lots of wills actually you better yeah. watch out you might become Will won here soon. There was another Alex too. I think in uh, was it Chay Vicious? I believe could have been. I think their guitar player's name was Alex. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to start going by last names again. Yeah, exactly. To keep, to keep everything straight. I did in high school. Won't slow me down. Yeah. Yeah, I was called Cole the whole time. I was in the military, so it's not easier for me to go back to that. But yeah, um, a little PTSD. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I've been called Bueller my entire life, at least yeah. in any professional space. So, obviously, this band is, we're trying to keep it as unprofessional as possible. So Exactly. Yeah, we're not trying um, to do all that stuff. Down with the power. But, yeah. Down with the patriarchy. I'm looking at you, Alex. <laughs> well, that face just so menacing I know this is a podcast so I probably shouldn't be referencing what people look like but you can look Alex up he's That's not good. The... no don't look me up just just he, paint a picture in your mind and make it 10 times more vicious that's what I look like he's probably by far actually the most photogenic person in the band so he's 100% our... He's our representative. Tell them that I want them to be intimidated. When we have photo shoots from now on, we're just going to mostly feature you. Definitely. Exactly. Like front and center. Blur us out in the background. That's right. So that, maybe that way we'll get fancier gigs or something, you know? <laughs> Start playing the country club or the yacht club. Exactly. Right. Heading out to the Hamptons. That's right. All based on Alex. You can do it, buddy. We believe in you, Alex. Take, take one for the team. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm blushing. Can't even tell, luckily, on this terrible Zoom call video <laughs> quality. But we're good. Um, but, yeah. No, I mean, just kind of want to do a quick recap and just get everyone's feelings and thoughts out there. I feel like it was a good enough event where it deserved one. You know, last year definitely probably didn't 
deserve a, a recap podcast. It was it was good, but it wasn't quite this good. So it's probably because I didn't help you run it last year. It's true. Yeah, but uh, you did you did help us out at um Phantom Power though. Yeah, yeah, the second one, but not at Fishhead. Yeah. You played with us at Phantom Power, right? Yeah, okay. he was there, and he did a lot of the video. I, I knew you were there, but it was like it was weird because we like didn't have video of us playing because you were shooting all the video, and I was like, I thought how was playing with us because it it just, I was pretty sure yeah you and I rode together, yeah. so I was like I I figured you played with us I couldn't I couldn't remember. Yeah. Yeah, I took videos of the other bands, but didn't take yeah. it. Right, that's why we don't have any video of us from mm-hmm. when we did it. That makes sense. Yeah. I think this one at Fishhead went smoother than the one at Phantom Power, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Phantom Power was really good. I mean, it was a it was a good event, I think, now. it's. I think the know. main problem with the Phantom Power one was, um, I mean, besides being a first-time no-name event ourselves, there was uh, definitely, like, a major competing DJ or something. like Because where Phantom Power is is, like, a college town, sort of. Or at least there's a decent sized college there, and I know there was a major, major like DJ or somebody playing the same night we huh. were doing our thing. Gotcha. So, like, didn't necessarily help our cause, I would say, but can't always control that stuff. No way to know that. So, hopefully, though, we'll be back there one time and, and try her out again. And... Yeah, I like that spot. It was a good venue. Yeah, it's it was really... a good venue. Really funny, really cool because it's like, obviously, when you're, if you haven't driven up to it, it's hard, kind of hard to explain, but it looks like you would never think that there's a, a concert venue back in there. Yeah, you blink and you miss it. Yeah, it's a warehouse behind a warehouse or a store behind a store type of thing. Didn't you drive past it, Will, and have to turn around? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, we drove right past that thing, and I was like, dude, it's back there. And I was like, what? I missed it. And we had GPS on and everything. It just like kind of threw me off. But inside, it's set up like, um, like a small version of like the Fillmore or something. Like it's really well done. Yeah, I like the the upper platform. That's cool. Yeah, like I can definitely see it. You know, being a good spot when it's packed out and and all that stuff. Pretty big stage too. Stage yeah. is nice. It's nice to not be on the floor. <laughs> it's nice to play on a little bit of a stage. Everybody likes that when you're in a band. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm not against playing on the floor, but it is nice to just be raised up a little bit where you can see everybody. Yeah, definitely makes you feel important, at least a <laughs> little bit. Got to got to feed our ego a little bit, especially for us part time rock stars. Well, what's even funnier though is the bands that like you have a big stage and they bring their little ego risers even to the stages that are like four foot high. They got to put another foot and a half on top of it and go jump on top of that thing. Like that cracks me up. Like, well, I guess if you're short, I kind of get it, you know. But we don't, we don't really have that issue in our band. We we no, walked we... into Philly, you know, back in November, and they were like, "You guys are the tallest band we've ever seen." And they're looking like you guys are a basketball team. It was super funny. Yeah, every every single one of us is ever six feet tall. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you guys are the tallest band we've ever seen. All the other bands are like looking up at us. We're kind of cracking up. Yeah, we're kind of tall. <laughs> I'd still say we're relatively short compared to the Ballyhoo guys. After you hang out with them, you're like, oh, 
Oh yeah. Those yeah, guys I've been are... around guys too. Yeah, they're very tall. They're pretty lanky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, that I guess that kind of brings me to my my like general thought of like you know, if we can wish for our public or wish publicly for a headliner maybe you know, mm-hmm. moving forward next year or whenever. Yeah. Um, you know. Ballyhoo. Yeah. God, that would be amazing. But they've been on the podcast too, so which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Maybe talk to them. Old Dom. Put that out. <laughs> yeah. Put that in. It's good seeing them. Yeah. Good seeing our buddies Ben and Lauren and, you know, from Ben to Hot's band and, and we got to see Luke, you know, yeah. LJR. He came out and saw us. So it was good seeing our friends. It's always nice to hang out with them a little bit. And they're always been podcast guests and everything else. So it's good to hang out with our buddies from other bands and having our, and our buddies bands that come out and support us. So it's nice to yeah. see them out there and they're actually not playing. They actually come out and see us, you know, very nice, very nice. But yeah, I have a feeling through the, the miracle of the internet, we could probably uh, get a few things going, a few irons in the fire. I doubt, Brett. What do we got coming up, man? In the uh, Hollow Truth schedule, and also for like the duos and everything else. <clears throat> well, if I write off the, all the duo gigs, we'd be here for the next hour. So, um, we'll stick to the the uh, commercial prompt. Okay. Think, which which is which is the full band gigs, and in order to do that, I'm gonna have to consult my own Instagram. To see <laughs> what they are. Um, uh, it's not on the not real, right? Exactly. Exactly. All, all yeah. Any, any gigs? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. This week will be at Idiom Brewing. Uh, but if I edit this fast enough, which I should be able to, um, we will be. We'll start with Thursday. We should be at Dark Horse making our debut. So, shout out to Pinky, uh, owner. She, uh, having us out. So that'll be Thursday, I believe, 9 to midnight. Nice. Um, then Idiom Brewing in Old Fred Neck, Maryland is, uh, Friday night. Probably like 7 to 10, something like that. Yeah. Um... Doubt he'll listen to this, but if he does, I gotta make sure I mention him. Uh, Ryan of of the Ryan Keith Band, also mm-hmm. of Firm Brewing, has us down for a Sunday. Uh, that might be a duo gig, but I gotta make sure I mention that one. Um, that'll be the 18th, and I believe that'll be like three to six. So if you haven't been out to Crofton and been to Firm Brewing, they are an awesome brewery. Big supporters of the band Fish. So, if you're a Wook, definitely make sure you come out to that. Um, then our big, you know, uh, full band, whatever you want to call it, gig, is uh, Zen West. We got that going on. Uh, that'll be the 23rd of June. And I can keep going, but I don't want to bore people to death. So, uh, maybe we'll stick with our June gigs here. 
And if, if any of those sound in your geographical vicinity, consider hanging out with us. We, we've got a ton of gigs this summer. Um, we are playing a lot. We are busy, busy. So please let us know if you want to come out and check out a show. Um, hit us up. We'll tell you where we're going to be in your neck of the woods. Um, yeah, we want to definitely have you all come out and see us. We look forward to having you out there. Say hello. Do a drink a beer with you. Do a shot, whatever. No, we're just going to say one. hello. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I'll do. <laughs> you drink the beers, I'll say hello. <laughs> I got to drive home. <laughs> yeah, we all do. It's a, definitely yeah. a factor. That's what those NA beers are for. Exactly. But, but yeah, uh, it's going to be a crazy busy summer. I'm trying not to really think about that, honestly. Change the name of this podcast here soon, but um, <laughs> right, <laughs> so true. Um, but we got to play the next four or five nights this week, and then I think we got five or six nights next week. So yeah, um, we do. we're gonna be shaking it, definitely singing for our supper. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But we love it. We have a we have a good time doing it, man. I wouldn't change you it love for it. nothing. You, you love it too. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. There's nothing like it, man. Yep. Um, I don't know, Alex. You got anything? Words of motivation or wisdom? I think the next one is going to be even better. That's all I got to yeah. say about that. We're on an upward trend. See no reason for it to stop. Agreed. I agree, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Hopefully more bands want to keep, you know, chatting on the podcast and want to keep coming out to the shows. And should be, uh, I don't know, I think we got some good inertia going. Um, if you guys want to call that a wrap, I guess we can call that a wrap on this. If you rap. want. Yo, wrap. Cut. Unless you got any final shout outs before the chop. Shout out to all the bands. Rattle Root. As, yeah. Will Sims, Rook Richards, Jackson Vincent, Violet Violence, Lurdren, Lurendon. How do you say that name? I say it wrong all the time, so I've kind of stopped attempting. <laughs> oh, no. I love that band, Shana, by the way. Shana They're gets awesome. mad at me every time I misspell it or say it wrong. So I'm just like, what do you want me to do? Hey, Vicious, Wayne <laughs> Magnolia, Guest Bed, Will Barkley, and especially the Viper Brothers for closing down the bar. And Don't forget the Hollow Truths. That, that band was there. Yeah, they were there. They were okay. <laughs> All right. But. Shameless plugs for our own band. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they know who we are. Uh, they do. They maybe, do. Maybe. We got merch. Buy merch. <laughs> I don't really have merch. I think I need to kind of restock on that. Shopify. Yeah. So yeah, thanks to Alex, thanks to Will for coming on the show, and uh, thanks to you for listening. Um, definitely appreciate all the bands too, and everybody coming out to the show and making it a pretty fun day. Um, the song you hear in the background is coming out a week from today, and it's the first time you can hear it in its entirety. It's called Boring Day by the Hollow Truths. See you next week.